The Devil's Advocates Radio Show is broadcast under a time brokerage agreement between Devil Radio and Civic Media Inc. Some portions of this program may be pre-recorded. Warning, you are about to listen to the greatest radio show ever. And due to contractual obligations and to shield our airwaves and corporate licensees from any semblance of liability, responsibility, and gullibility, we must tell you the views represented on this show are not necessarily those of this station or its management. This radio show contains differing points of view on current political topics, and due to the nature of its contents, it should be heard by everyone. Thank you for listening. Now live from the Civic Media Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, where the political party is just beginning, welcome to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. Friends proving it's never personal, only politics. Please allow me to introduce myself. And now, here's your hosts, Dom and Crute. Welcome back to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show, the hump day edition. Dom's all salty. <laughs> Come Talking on. trash. Come on, what? Saying You're... mean things about the Trump supporters. Not that is so not true and so mischaracterized. We were talking about Jamie Dimon's what grievance that perhaps the doesn't like the way Biden administration or Biden, as you even quoted the president talking about the mega mega extremists. You think that's that's too too mean, and we should be listening to them more, right? That we should not. Be... Well, you've gone beyond. Mega extremist. You've been more extremer <laughs> than that. Yes. Well, I, I have said some non-FCC compliant things, certainly. Um, not on the radio, of course. Well, of course not. We would never do something like that. We, Andrew from Verona, Texan. Yeah. In the words of T-Swift, Dom, why you got to be so mean? Why you got to be so mean? Well, uh, I did see uh, so one of the other texters say, well, what would, what would you prefer we call the megas? We call them rapist supporters, racist supporters, Negligent COVID murderer supporter, insurrectionist supporter. I mean, those are are those are those mean? Is that is that a mean thing to say? Here's one. I don't know, Jamie. Baga doesn't seem so bad. My preferred nomenclature is Trump humpers. They call themselves mega. Uh, also, Tanya, our new friend, the Trump supporter, Tanya, down at the Shot Tower Inn in yeah. Dubuque. She told us. For the first time in many years, she was going off to the caucus, yeah. and she was going to support Trump. And you were clear that you wouldn't be coarse in your language with Tanya. And here, it was noted by one of the listeners who listening very closely, Tanya said why she was supporting Trump, because he's the winner, and she wanted to back a winner. She, she wants to back a winner, yeah. She literally said that, yep. And first time she was voting in a long time. Uh, also... Some chastisement of yours truly. That occasionally happens on the text line. <laughs> no. Crudy, what would you prefer? Rapist supporter? Yeah, I said that. There. Racist supporter? Negligent COVID murderer supporter? <laughs> right. Insurrectionist supporter? Again, all factual, and they do support him. So that's, I mean, I don't know. What would you like to be called? You know, because I'm, I'm not clear that, you know, it's, it's, they are making the Donald Trump and his supporters and this movement, they're literally making... The Republican Party is dead. The American dream is dead. Republican Party's gone. They're all, you know, all the rhinos and globalists and whatever, whatever is are now done. It's not like 25% mega. Now it's 98% mega, I heard Trump say, or one of the boys say recently. So that that's their, that they are referring to it. They have named it themselves, T-Bone. They made, they gave themselves their own nickname. And, and much like some other 
acronyms over the history, uh, it may not age too well. You're a nasty man. <laughs> that's what I'm going to call you, a nasty man. Uh, actually, that's what Trump said about his judge today. As he was watching E. Jean's, uh, e. Jean Carroll's testimony, Trump, of course, the MAGA Messiah, if you prefer, Dom. <laughs> I mean. He was back in the court, this time a <laughs> defamation case, a second bite at the apple from E. Jean Carroll, because immediately after the court awarded E. Jean Carroll, what, $5 million in the last defamation case, he went out and defamed her again. So this is actually a new defamation case, even though the award, the $5 million, is on appeal. This is a new defamation case. My understanding is Trump has had to either pay it or put it in escrow because Trump actually cashed out. And according to the Trump.org fraud trial, he's not supposed to liquidate assets without first notifying the court. <laughs> right. So when they found out, they found out part of his liquidation was to pay off the Eugene Carroll. This one, it's going to have to sell off Eric or Don Jr., man. <laughs> I mean, it's going to have multiple zeros added. When when he continually defames his rape victim while in the same courtroom with her, like literally on social media, on social media, as it's there. And, you know, the questions being posed, some of the reporting on the trial from uh, jury selection yesterday and today, uh, and Eugene Carroll's attorneys, you know, questioning to the, the jury, how much will it take for him to stop? That's the kind of number you got to have. And given how $5 million only made it worse, I got to imagine it's going to be a huge number. Dominic President Donald Trump lashed out at U.S. District Judge Lewis Kaplan after a contentious day in court. Following the second day of his defamation trial, Trump blasted the judge for refusing to pause the trial for the funeral of his wife's mother. His third wife's mother? His third wife's mother. But he did find a little time to go off to New Hampshire for a rally <laughs> last mean, it's night. It's amazing how that happens. Trump seemed to regret not attending his first trial for defaming writer E. Jean Carroll. He said he did not want to miss another. Well, keep defaming her. You'll keep having them. <laughs> you got plenty of time to you know set the record straight in the courtroom. Trump. Well, Dom, the previous jury determined that Trump sexually abused Carroll. Here's a quote. Just want to make sure it's Trump. The judge would have been very nice or would have let me go because I want to be at every trial day because I saw what happened in the first one where I was asked not to go by the lawyers very much. They said it's demeaning. There was no evidence. There was no anything. And so I didn't go. Same judge. He's a radical Trump hater. And I said, I will go all days. So what happened very terribly is we asked to just delay the trial for one day so I could go to a funeral tomorrow. And then we would go, we could start Friday or Monday or anytime they want. And he said, absolutely not. The trial will go on just as it is. He called the decision terrible. So would he rather have me miss the funeral or go to the funeral? Miss the trial? The former president opined, that's a nasty man. He's a nasty judge. He's a Trump Hating guy. <laughs> oh my goodness, that is terrible. What a snowflake. Well, he, what a and victim. of course, he doesn't have to be there, right? Oh, it's one a more line. Trial. One more line. And it's obvious to everybody in the court, it's a disgrace. You are a disgrace, sir. 844 967 2789. The Hill reporting the New York federal judge threatened to kick former President Trump out of his courtroom for being disruptive during a trial proceeding to determine how much he'll own E. Jean Carroll after defaming her uh, after he raped her. Here's what the judge said 
Mr. Trump has the right to be present here. That right can be forfeited, and it can be forfeited if he is disruptive, which what has been reported to me consists of. And if he disregards court orders, Mr. Trump, I hope I don't have to consider excluding you from the trial. I understand you've probably, you're probably eager for me to do that, the Trump continued. I'm sorry, the judge continued. I would love it, Trump replied, according to several outlets. I know you would, Kaplan said back. You just can't control yourself in this circumstance, apparently. You can't either, Trump muttered, according to the Associated Press. Wait, wait to antagonize the judge at your defin- defamation second second defamation trial where they've already determined you've defamed her and they're again determining damages. Oh, I'm so glad he appeared. Uh, Carol is seeking some $10 million in compensatory damages and millions more in punitive damages. I bet she gets it. I bet it will be a lot. Uh, and for the judge to tell the a rapist that he can't control himself in front of a jury who's determining how much money he's going to have to pay the victim for the continued defamation is not a great for the you know it's you, not you, a great look. No, I'm just saying. Man. When the judge says it about you, like control your rapist client, <laughs> right. something like that. Oh man, I mean it's gonna. But you know, and and the testimony of according to some of the reporting here of, of uh, E.G. Carroll, she has a gun, you know, next to her bed or you know, her out of fear. Out of fear, she it, it, obviously when when you sick the magas on him, and what should I what should I call him, Crudy? If you're you're gonna you're gonna attack the victim of your candidate because she said he raped her and a jury agreed with her and now it's her fault i mean that's some I mean, this is some twisted twisted stuff man and i don't know that there's any way to put it nicely 844-967-2789 uh beth from valparaiso indiana welcome beth what do you hi. got for us hi beth hi guys and Good please put it again. nicely i just want to <laughs> I just wanted to I just wanted to add one thing about the funeral arrangement thing. Not only did he ask for multiple days off, not just one day off, but also apparently some enterprising reporter went digging around and found out that he wasn't flying to Florida for the funeral on whatever day it was he wanted off. He was holding a rally in New Hampshire. <laughs> yes. So, you know, that's another little thing to go on. You guys have a great day. Love listening to you. Uh, appreciate, appreciate it, Beth. Beth. Thank you very much. <laughs> you know, minor details, right? Oh, I couldn't go. It's the whole. It's come on, Curry. What are we? What am I supposed to do? I mean, in, in no personal circumstance, be nice in no social circumstance, until I tell you it's time to no not be nice. In no professional circumstance environment, would this ever be okay? Ever, 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 ever. 844-967-2789. Jake from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You're up. Welcome, Jake. What do you got for us? Oh, yeah. Um, discussing about, like, you know, maggots or whatever that is. I, I really have no, I don't know, questions about how a certain percentage of them who went to the um, the Capitol and killed a bunch of people and tried to overthrow our government, that those people – we meet every day. I, there's a certain percentage out there that will say, hey, Mike Crute and you guys, Donald Trump wants me to go after you, and I'm going to. So I think, Crute, I think you got to be a little bit more astute 
on some of this stuff. Cause I think Dom is absolutely correct that there's some of these people who will commit violence and they are Trump supporters and they call themselves Republicans too. I will call them so, nasty people. <laughs> yeah. Do you think by calling them nasty you know, people, do you think that will somehow discourage their violent tendencies? No, they, they will hate you for anything you do because they're told to hate you. They've had 40 years of Fox and uh, right-wing radio to hate you and hate your guts. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if CJ comes to your door, you know, because he sounds like he's full of hate every time he calls. Well, he's on hold, so we won't say that right now because – you never can tell. Yeah, CJ, he'll come to the door when there's beer at the door. Come back with us. More calls, 844-967-2789. The Devil's Advocates. So relevant, they have one foot in tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Devil's Advocates radio show. You can always join us on the lines at 844-967-2789. I promise we won't call you names. More Van Halen, because Taylor Swift just doesn't play here. No matter how mean Dom's being. And in honor of the texter who identified, feel so good, off the... OU812. OU Finally, one off OU812. Finally, <laughs> something off the OU812 album. And uh, we've got a texter who sent that in. No name because Crudy's going to dox me. What, 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 what would give you indication I'm going to dox you? And then he asked, is this the producer's direct line? Now I got to dox you. No, it's not the producer. We read those. That, just for the record, was off the four unlawful carnal knowledge album. Good stuff, man. Van Halen, that's, that's a great, great band. Right now. Call us right now. Right now. 844-967-2789. Against my better judgment, CJ. Welcome. How you doing, man? Hi, CJ. Hi, guys. Does it? Well, I heard my name mentioned. Well, not by us. Uh, by well, actually, I did say one of your, something. Right. Well, by one of your proud, uneducated voters, obviously, because I don't, you know me, Groot. Do I? And Dom, you, do you think I'm just full of hate? Mm. <laughs> so, no, should no. I judge you by your <laughs> conduct on the radio? Because we know you in person, CJ. And, and the guy you've demonstrated as a human being when we see you and you show up at the beer parties, eh. I could I could have a couple more with you, but the guy you show up what and act that? on the radio sometimes, CJ, <laughs> I would let Dom call that guy whatever name he chose. Well, it's it's more out of frustration. You can uh, go back and play my hour interview that you so generous generously gave me, um, and maybe uh, you should encourage the haters out there that you know and promote. To go back and listen because we had a pretty good conversation. We did. But, we did a you know, Thanksgiving like, conversation. CJ, if I may, yeah. um, well, let me let me ask you: When 
you know, obviously the criticism that I obviously have for many of these megas, the supporters that, that would go out and perpetuate violence uh, and spread lies. You know, so the bad stuff, if you're looking, that was Dom. <laughs> yes, that, that's me. Do you think that my criticism of that portion of the Republican Party, those extreme megas, as Joe Biden referred to them, do you think that's a, a, a just criticism or do you think that's out of, out of line and untrue? Um, I think you got to go case by case scenario because, um, you know, we've heard it from the Democrats. Maxine Waters told people to get up in people's faces and tell them they're not welcome here anymore. So it goes both ways. Well, it's not it's not a both ways, CJ, because, again, it was Trump. It was the megas that uh, ransacked the Capitol that tried to stop the peaceful transfer of power. Do you recognize that that those were Trump supporters? Well, you know, some of them, I guess, were, but you know, some what? They of them be convicted, and I think they are, aren't they? Oh, oh, okay, but so are they? Are they representative right? of the greater right? attitude of the mega movement? Is is that what the mega movement is about? Do you think you want those folks representing you, CJ? Are, can you criticize them? them? I don't think. No, they don't represent me. Just like Maxine Waters, I'm sure doesn't represent you. So you know, I I want some. That's why I'm your truth detector, because yeah. I want real journalism, you guys. You guys are playing a shell game with people with what's really going on in the world. Don't see the job Joe Biden's doing. Look over here at this trial. Look over here. Don't look over there. Well, I the think, I mean, it is that, CJ, do you think that the, the since the former president, now leader, you know, uh, Presumptive nominee of the Republican Party as is in court again on on a rape trial uh, for defamation. He continues to defame the woman he raped, dude. You don't think that's newsworthy? Well, well you guys reelected Bill Clinton and didn't have a problem. Oh, okay, with it, so, so do you think you that's know, newsworthy, I, CJ? That's my question to you. It's maybe newsworthy, but that's not going to judge me how he's going to run the country because <laughs> we have got a guy right now. Look over here. Look at reality. Look at the real deal. Don't just look at uh, the, the former president. Look at the real president right now, you guys. Look at what's happening in the world. This commander in chief is a pussy. 844-967-2789. Always appreciate the perspectives of our fine listeners. No name calling. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we moved beyond the name calling? I, Apparently I, I, not. Have you met the presumptive Republican candidate? He, he name calls all the time. He is given permission for the name calling. He's given I permission for the violence. He's been he's given permission for the the willful ignorance. He's given permission for the racism. That's why the discourse in this country has gotten to where it is. Eight four four nine six seven two seven eight nine. Some new names on the list. Let's get to them. Frank from Poinette. Welcome. What do you got? Hi, Frank. Wow, that's something else. <laughs> <laughs> All I can say with that Trump, one thing you do is humiliate him. You need to put a dog collar on him and a leash, put a pair of diapers on him, shave his head, and send him down the road. Yeah, well, but he, he calls that foreplay, Frank. So oh! <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. All right, Eight four four nine six seven two seven eight nine. Michael from Spring Green. Welcome, Mike. What do you got? Hello, Mike. Hey, uh, I'm a pretty new listener. Maybe two weeks ago, I stumbled onto you guys, and uh, 
I find myself in the car about the same time every day, and I've been listening nonstop. First thing I just want to say, it's off topic, is I'm really glad to hear somebody on the left side like you guys, because for decades, all I hear is the stuff on the right, like Rush Limbaugh. You know, there's yelling and there's laughing and there's making fun of, but it's nice to hear somebody on the side I agree with doing that. <laughs> right. Thanks, so man. So that's you guys. And the thing that made me call was two callers ago, the guys, you know, calling us haters. And again, as far back as Clinton, when I started paying attention, all I felt was hate. It was just whatever our side wants, they say no. You know, and did so we, how did we Mike, all of a sudden? Mike, did we compromise yeah. our principles as a party uh, in reelecting Bill Clinton? I mean, we knew what Bill Clinton was you, by that time. We knew he was a flanderer yes, yes. at best and, and perhaps an accused rapist at worst. Did we compromise our well, morals? I, I don't know for sure because I remember making the decision based on what kind of a president he was, not not his, you know, personal life. But uh, you hear guys also, like CJ know, using that same rationalization well, who cares right. that Trump's a rapist? You know, what, look look at what the gas prices were two years ago. Right, exactly. And that's not, he didn't do that. They don't do that. Well, you know, I mean, Biden didn't come in and say, okay, gas prices are lower now. You know, it just doesn't work like that. But the thing is, I think, you know, every leader has his little secrets in the back. So you almost have to just, you got to think real hard about that. And at the time, I thought Clinton was doing very well. And I voted for him again, but I've only voted Democrat since anyway. So, so I don't know. Maybe that's me. When a when a workmate of mine told me one day, I don't even think about it. I just vote Republican. I thought, well, that gives me permission. To do these <laughs> well, you should at least ponder and consider, and then vote blue, no matter who. <laughs> Come back. More Devil's Advocates. More of you on the phones. Eight four four nine six party. The Devil's Advocates. Sausage making never looked so good. Welcome back to the Devil's Advocates radio show. The Trump Humper Day Edition. (laughs) Trash talking. Happier happy hour. You're so mean. I'm not mean. You are mean. I am not mean. You're quite mean. I am actually a really, really nice guy. I just don't put up with people's BS, ma'am. It's very simple. 844-967-2789. I'm, I, I can't even. I'm at a loss for words. Because you act like that's a one-way street. Uh, we'll get back to the callers. Appreciate your patience. 844-967-2789. I got a quick headline I'd like to submit. They dislike her intensely. Legal experts say Trump's jury has already turned on his counsel, Alina Haba. Uh, Dom, Donald Trump's lawyer, Alina Haba, is drawing criticism from legal analysts as a second day of the E. Jean Carroll defamation damages trial unfolds because, of course, he's already he's already been found guilty again. Uh, at the start of the, civilly guilty. At the start of the day, Haba clashed with Judge Lewis Kaplan, who was forced to tell her that in court... She stands when speaking to the judge. Oh, proper etiquette. 
Gotta take your hats off when the judge comes in. Uh, taking no crap, no crap at all, something slightly different than that, says Elizabeth McLaughlin, the CEO of an executive coaching firm. And by the way, every first-year lawyer knows you stand when you address the judge. This is profoundly disrespectful. Haba is a total hack. To call Alina Haba hack is a horrible thing to say about hacks, quipped <laughs> lawyer George Conway. Uh, it only got worse when Haba didn't stand, oh, pardon me, she did stand to issue another demand. Kaplan scolded her to sit down after she asked for a third time that court be adjourned for Trump to attend his mother-in-law's funeral, which is on Thursday. I don't like to be spoken to that way. Please reframe. She ordered the judge. Oh, that's going to play well. She was denied again. And, you know, on the Twitter, uh, a few of the former federal prosecutors said, never, ever talk to a judge this way. That's that's not kosher, Dom. That's not real sound, not real thoughtful. No, no, no. It got worse as Haba randomly objected to statements, but failed to explain. Objection. Why she <laughs> failed to explain Objection. why she was objecting. Uh, and Carol spent the morning on the stand, and Haba will cross-examine her, but legal analyst Harry Lippman said that likely won't go well either. It takes a very deft touch to cross-examine a sexual assault victim so as to call her credibility into question without coming off as an aggressive bully and generating more sympathy for her. Somehow, I don't think Alina Haba has that touch. <laughs> I don't think she does, Don. Uh, a little bit more here. Haba might think she's doing a great job by performing for Trump, but she's already succeeded in making the jury dislike her intensely, De La Vega explained. I'm 100% certain of that. Since the jury will be deciding the amount of damages, it would be a lot smarter to be as charming as hell. That's my <laughs> tact in court, Don. Whenever I'm on the defense stand, I'm smiling. I'm a happy camper. <laughs> you showing the dimples there? Trying yeah? to be quite charming. <laughs> yeah. Before the lunch break, the judge clashed. And I would stand. With Haba again, trying to speak during the witness testimony, but without being in objection. If it's not an objection, it's out of order, Kaplan told her. Tuesday afternoon, the New Republic wrote, Trump's idiot lawyer may have already sunk his E. Jean Carroll defense. While legal analysts on MSNBC warned that Judge Kaplan was different from Judge Arthur Engeron, who is overseeing Trump's business fraud trial and is more lenient, ABC News explained Tuesday that Kaplan has a reputation for being a no-nonsense judge. He did threaten to throw him out of courtroom if he couldn't contain himself. So I'm more of the Engeron and you're more of the Kaplan? <laughs> Perhaps. 844-967-2789. I've never really thought of myself as the tolerant one, though. Judge. Judge. Kathy from Madison, welcome. What do you got for us? Hi, Kathy. Well, hi. Um, let me think now. What was I going to talk to you about? Oh, um, just uh, regarding CJ, uh, I pretty much know probably what his news sources are, but you might ask him on air sometime what what is what he listens to, what he watches, et cetera. And I'm, it, he's like a he he reads them all. He goes to OAN, Newsmax, and Fox News. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, uh, 1310 at night or a.m., I, I live in Madison, he lives in Stowe, and I'm sure he gets 1310 a.m. at night on the radio. I don't know. I listen to the radio at night, but I can listen to Mark Levin 
1310 after 9 o'clock for like maybe five minutes at a time sometimes. <laughs> right. Why would you do that, Kathy? what the barometer is, you yeah, know? right. Uh, but I'd be curious to know if he listens to him, too. And, he, like, Mark Levin is, oh, I don't know, seems to me the worst. <laughs> uh, being, being a Biden supporter here, of course. And I hope Biden gets a little more positive publicity. I mean... Just um, how do we, you know, here we are all broadcasting to the peanut gallery, and I try to tell as many people as I know about 92.7 in this area, you know, uh, on the radio. Um, I, I'm too lazy to go on the computer much, plus it's messed up at the moment. Kathy, <laughs> your problems sound like my problem, sister. Uh, appreciate you listening on the radio. That's the important thing. The 92.7, if you want to hear the WMDX, less so the righty-whitey competitor that Levin appears on well, at night. And, uh, and, and I haven't listened to Levin in a while, but I used to quite a bit when I had more time. Of course uh, you did. And, you know, he's he's very sharp, and he is a name. He is a bomb drop, a name. I mean, I just don't understand why is it that I'm supposed to be here, or me, or whatever, the criticism of those who would name call and criticize to the nth degree the mega extremists that President Joe Biden has referred to them. But people like Levin or any of these other right-wing talk radio hosts can go off on their tangents, and we're supposed to be, oh, that's just fine. Or, or, you know, we can be called communists and crooked press and all these things, and, oh, we're supposed to be just okay with that. But as soon as we push back and say, oh, yeah, you're a bunch of rapists crapping on the Capitol, you know, people, extremists, Nazis, because, you know, there's Nazis out there, Proud Boys. You know, that, those, aren't, those, aren't, those aren't organizations that I think are po- have a positive image for the Republican Party, and that's who they are. Proud Boys don't belong, are not supportive of the Democratic Party. So what is it about the snowflake right that allows for their talking heads to be as mean as hell to allows for that allows for their presumptive presidential candidate to be just a dog, to be mean as hell, call people names, engage in the behavior that he has. I can't go down the list, but I'm supposed but to. But he's mean I'm to the su- people they hate. I'm supposed to. He, he's mean to everyone. He eventually gets to everyone. And that's the big, that's the big. Unknown for Trump a, and the, I have that in common. The the Republicans, what you don't get is a guy like Trump, as soon as you don't toe the line, he turns on you. That's what happens. And then you're out of the cult. And then you're done. And then you're done. Then you're fearing for your life because there's extremists out there that will what? Call a bomb threat into a judge's chamber or into a judge's home to SWAT, you know, attorneys. I mean, and 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 DAs. I mean, this is where we're at. And I'm supposed to be like, oh, this is just a normal election cycle. They're just they're just rambunctious. No, man, that's messed up. And we got to call it like it is. 844-967-2789. Precisely, you got to call the devil's advocates. Be like L.A. Tom. How you doing, fella? Hey, Tom. Hey, guys. Uh, first off, win, pack, win. Um, it's all about the love, even though a lot of the Republicans love to I'd say it's all about the hate. Um, but I got some good news. Um Today, uh, Joe Biden took new actions to tackle the hidden fees by proposing a rule that will end the excessive overdraft fees. The proposal will cut the average overdraft fee by more than half, saving the typical American family that pays these fees $150 a year. And the overdraft fees could drop to as low as $3 under Joe Biden's new proposal. So 
Yeah, yeah but what's going to happen to my uh, bank stock, Tom? Yeah. You know, my dividends are going to go down now. I mean, what are you talking? We make a lot of money on these overdraft fees, man. Exactly. Dom's buddy, That's why they, uh, Jamie Diamond, particularly fond of them. They don't, <laughs> right. they, they don't have the love boat like Crudy. They have the overdraft boat <laughs> is what they have. So, And, and CJ, just to let you know, you victim uh, flower, snowf- snowflake you, um, who always have to call up and the first thing is, oh, you guys are going to hang up on me before I can get a chance to talk. Um, well, at least he off, knows his role. That's <laughs> That that really is being a victim. But the other thing about these guys is that you don't have the Democratic Party running around saying that we are holier than thou. You don't have the Democratic Party running around trying to legislate uh, people's uh, personal lives. We actually work on social safety net programs to actually make it so people can survive. That's what we mean by big government. Whereas the fascist Republicans, by big government, they mean they're going to tell you who you can sleep with. They're going to tell you what it is that you can do with your body if you are a woman. They are going to uh, do everything they can to give billionaires more tax breaks. That's a lot different than big government on the Democratic side. I'm an FDR Democrat, and I'm very, very proud to be one. And, uh, yeah, CJ, you... um, you're just a victim. Thank you for the call, Tom. I always appreciate it from the leftist coast. 844-967-2789. Keeping going on the phones. Nick from Madison. Welcome, Nick. What are your thoughts today? Hey, Nick. Hello, Nick. Where's Nick? Hey, how you doing? There we go. Hey, Nick. Hey, Welcome good to back. Hey, good, good, good. Sorry I lost you for a second. But, uh, no, um, what I wanted to say is... Uh, uh, Dom, I've heard this on your show several times, and it always bugs me. Vote blue, no matter who. I said that, but that um, was more of a joke. Oh, oh yes, but you know, I, I've heard it many times. And here's the thing, okay? Um, Trump was blue for most of his life. If he was blue, would you vote for him? No, no nope. matter who, right? Nope. Okay. We don't actually think in those terms, Nick. That's just a statement. I cannot. I never voted for Bill Clinton in my life. Not the first time, not the second mm-hmm. time. There are plenty of Democratic figures that I find unacceptable. There are plenty of them I have failed to vote for. I would have called myself an independent most of my life. I know Dom would have probably described himself as the same. But Nick, I mean, the Republican Party ain't what it used to be 20, 30 years ago. You know what I'm saying? It, it's it's hard to think oh, there could be uh, a Republican candidate that I would cross over and vote for. I used to be a ticket splitter. Oh, a what splitter? A ticket splitter. I would vote for whoever oh, okay, okay. I found to be the best candidate. And I have voted uh, for Republicans, including Tommy Thompson, in my life. Nick, you know the the blue and no matter who they're the, obviously the right the Republicans they have you know their their same ideology as well. There's lots of folks out there that will never vote for a Democrat regardless of who it is, right? And I think yeah, we're really yeah. seeing that now. Vote, vote, and, vote right or you're dead, basically. <laughs> right, man. Uh, and I I think that's you know I, I think that's not a great look for any party. I mean, certainly you want you you're going to want the Dems want their Dem elected, the Republicans want the Republicans elected. We get all that. Uh, but I would agree with Crudy, man. I, I didn't come to this, you know, this 
mindset just because, um, you know, I, 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 I read, I read a communist manifesto and now here I am, man, I have life experiences. Uh, and you know, I'm, I'm, he I'm, never joined the party and they wouldn't have him. Nick. <laughs> I am the party, Nick. Okay. And so I, I'm, I, I'm not like that, but I, I think right now, I don't know where you're at. I know you're conservative. Uh, and if it's Trump uh, on, on the presidential ticket, you're going to have a decision not- to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm voting for my high school choir teacher again. I'm not voting for Trump. There's no way. There's no way. You know. <laughs> but you would never consider voting for the Democrat. Uh, not this one. Not this one, but I, a I Democrat mean, here, here, someday. Here's, 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 if it was Hillary, would you Democrat vote for her? I, I, I have voted for Democrats. I wouldn't vote for Hillary. But here's the thing: like you know, if uh, if a company sells a horrible product, they should go out of business. If a political party has a horrible product, they should go out of business. And it is a business. Well, I hear the Michigan GOP is having a going out of business <laughs> sale. They're trying to sell off their building to cover their defaulting financial situation. They're $500,000 in debt. Oof. Less Loan. popular than they used to Loans be. Loans got called? Uh-oh. Thank you, Nick. Keep listening. The rest of you as well. Or join us. Be a part of the program. 844-967-2789. Love you. Less so, Alina Haba. The Devil's Advocates, radio for the 99%. Thank you for listening to the Devil's Advocates radio show. Our last segment of the day, if you got something to say, you can hit us up on the lines, 844-967-2789. Stick around. The Maggie Dawn Show is coming up next. You know, for the sake of the audience, I listen to Right Wing Talk Radio, so you don't have to. I do that for you, for our fair audience. You ever hear name calling? Uh, yes. Okay, thank you. I did hear some of the Vicki McKenna show today. <laughs> uh, she's very upset that the Democrats are trying to gerrymander Julian Bradley out of his Senate seat. <laughs> oh, very upset indeed, you know. The turnabout being fair play aspect, ironic to me, but, you know, she had Julian Bradley on. Uh, yes, I do hear some name calling from the Righty Whitey Talk Radio. I, you know, do call them. How are they going to reach out and connect with us if they're going to call us names? How are they going to convince us to vote for the insurrectionist bastard if, if they're going to call us names? That's not reaching across the aisle, man. F your feelings. That, <laughs> See, that just, was always their attitude about us. Well, so then, then how can it? We're trying to broaden the tape. Here, here, here is something I heard on the right wing talk radio, the yeah. uh, midday program, the Clay and the Buck. Uh, they think that perhaps we, the Dems, have rope-a-doped them into taking Trump as their nominee. And they give all the credit, of course, to the indictments against Donald Trump. They said of Donald Trump hadn't been indicted, he wouldn't be the nominee. Certainly, it wouldn't be a foregone conclusion. Well, if Donald Trump hadn't stage done the, the uh, criming, if Donald Trump hadn't done the criming, he wouldn't have been indicted. Well, that seems <laughs> logical to guys like you and I, but the Clay and the Buck, they've got a whole different take on this. Don't they always? We, we, and and they are actually giving Joe Biden some sort of strategic credit for this. Although, don't ask him about the whole Lloyd Austin affair and how he was asleep at the wheel, but strategically apparently a couple of years ago they must have decided that if we just drop indictments against trump well 
then the Republicans will find him more appealing. He'll win the nomination, and then, and then it, it like it, it, it struck them for the very first time. What if Trump lost? Like, what if we've been boonswoggled here? What if we've picked the wrong horse in this horse race? You think? Because they enticed us with the ever appealing <laughs> foreign, yeah, four different jurisdictions, ninety-one indictments. I mean, it's they the made him. It's the continuing. Like it's the continuation of the January six FBI deep state entrapment. That's that's essentially what you're doing. We were we were tricked to riot. We no, were no, tricked. no. They were saying they were tricked into supporting Donald Trump. No, it's the same More mentality. So. It's the same mentality. It's the same. It's the same conspiratorial. Because it's it's hard to look in the mirror and say, "Yep, I did that. I made that conscious decision to do that." That that could be a tough thing to do. Look in the mirror and do that. It's easy for me. I look good. But some people have a problem with this. So they come up with all these things in their head to justify how things are the way they are. Well, couldn't have been all those beautiful what? patriots out there. They must have been entrapped by the FBI who was embedded with the, you know, the the Proud Boys. Otherwise, you know, grandma would never have done that. But that's not the theory they're putting forth now. I mean, I get that whole, you know, we didn't do it whole January 6th mitigating that whole affair. But, but, this, it, but it's the same thing. They're having they're blaming other people for their own actions. It's the same thing. Oh my God. I can't Hey, we want Trump. We want Trump. They're deep state against the Trump. We, oh my God, we got Trump. Oh my he's, he's gonna lose. It's your fault. You made us vote for Trump. That, that that's the same logic. That's the same mindset. It's the same conspiratorial anti I don't know what you call it, logic. By that logic, Bob Menendez should be our nominee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because they're saying we find the most corrupted, criming presidential candidate of all time (laughs) to be so irresistible. It was like you dipped him in chocolate with these indictments. How could you possibly pass on this guy? Right. 844-967-2789. So I know we speculate occasionally on this program, Dom, but I thought, Clay and Buck, is this the best you got? You guys put your heads together, and this is what you came up with? 844-967-2789. Who is the, the grand, you know, uh, conspirator that, that Joe made Biden. this happen? Joe or, Biden. Or maybe it was. So so Joe Biden's a feeble idiot, but also a. Grand strategist. <laughs> right. The strategery. It's, uh, it's, 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 all these things can't be true. You know, they said they it was, made us do it, but it didn't happen. You know, Trump, you know, I mean, all, all the, all these contradictory things. If you, if you, it's, it's hard to fathom. I, I get Mitt Romney, man. It's that, four level chess, man. Is that what it is? That's exactly the term they used. What well, if the Democrats are doing four level chess here? And we've fallen for it. Well, I mean, and the, now we've embraced the, the, this guy. Even blame the and what Democrats. if he doesn't We're win? talking about grand juries, multiple grand juries in multiple jurisdictions that were presented the evidence and looked at it and decided, yep, yeah, no, that's, there's, there's something there. Let's charge it. Lawfare. <laughs> is that what it is? Lawfare? According to Clay in the box. Well, of course it is. And everyone in prison, they're, they're all innocent too, right? They never did it. I was framed. Everybody's framed. Well, everybody except for Trump. You know, I've heard them talk about, you know, when a guy gets... Federally indicted, of course, there's a damn good chance he's going to be convicted. But they're talking about Bob Menendez or someone. <laughs> but when it's their guy, it's like, oh, witch hunt, witch hunt. And, and, and by the way, doesn't that make him appealing? <laughs> don't you love that guy? I'm going to go all, defend Bob Menendez. No, he's man. all shiny and indicted. I don't, I don't want no. I don't want. To, I don't want to support. 
people like that. I mean, the guy, Bob Menendez has some serious problems. I would never vote for Bob Menendez. And because he's indicted, does not make him more attractive to me if he were a presidential candidate. Why is that the other way around for Republicans? You used to be the law and order, man. Where's the Republicans I grew up with, man? You've got to be rolling over in your grave. Well, the Egyptians and the Qataris, both like Bob Menendez. 844-967-2789. Wisco, how you doing, Wisco Paul? Hey, Paulie. Hey, I'm doing fine because I listen to 92.7 FM. Yeah, yeah baby. Guys, yeah, it's it's the truth, and you guys are totally cool. And there's humor involved. It's not all this mad stuff. It's it's cool radio. Do you, do you hear but Dave's I'm, I'm, joke about the immigrants pushing the EV cars? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, God. Righties don't have a sense <laughs> oh, of humor, are... Paul. <laughs> oh, you guys do, and and you're cool. Hey, I got this is what I got today. I hope Trump wins the nomination. There's only that, there's always that one percent chance he could be president, but I doubt it. I want to see him get his ass kicked by Biden, and the Democratic Party wins everything. And these guys are just going to be whining and crying, and it'll be really cool. Okay, you guys keep up the good work because you're fun to listen to. Have a great night. Thank you, Paul. You too, man. Eric from Lodi, we can get you 45 seconds. Eric, what do you got for us? Hey, Eric. Hey, I just wanted to answer CJ's question about voting for Clinton uh, with Clinton's rape allegations and such. The difference between Clinton and um, <clears throat> and Trump is that Clintons were never proven or adjudicated, and Trump's were. So, you know, that might have made a difference for me when I was voting for Clinton. But they, you know, that's the way it goes. And Clinton was a Rhodes Scholar. And no one has ever accused Donald Trump of being a Rhodes Scholar. Thank you for listening. The Maggie Dawn Show is next. And then the Empowered Caregiver with Liza Helen Brand. Keep it locked. Civic Media.